On this episode of SideQuesting, we dip our balls into some pudding. Are we there yet? No. 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 Are we there yet? Yes. Welcome to Podtendo's Side Quest, where we talk about a little bit of this and a little bit of that. We can be contacted on Twitter at Podtendo Podcast, email us at podtendo at gmail.com, or check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash podtendo. I am your co-host, Mick, and I'll be joined every episode by my co-host... Tyson. That is right. Yes. All right. One of the things I just recently did, uh, these notes were made back in August, like a month ago, so they're a little out of date. Well, on the other night, I went to the Zelda Symphony of the Goddess, and I actually just tweeted them, and they liked it, that we were going to talk about that. So I'm going to be, this is going to be like our side questy Symphony of the Goddess might be the subtitles, you know, gotcha. I might throw that out there, so, so we can get a couple small advertising. Yep. So, kind of fun. You ever been to the Symphony before? I honestly couldn't say I probably haven't. Uh, wife got it for me as a birthday present, so a couple months out, got it, went pretty fun, actually, like really cool. Uh, the problem was it was I work really early in the mornings, and the show didn't start till eight at night. So I'm wearing like heavy clothing because it was cold outside, and it gets in. There's this nice, dark, warm building, and there's this very soothing music playing and I definitely like was struggling to keep away like I was trying to poke my eyeballs out at one point to just like keep me from falling asleep really well done though uh, there was a big projection screen kind of above the symphony that I would play clips from the games uh, they did most of the newer games and I, the, my one criticism with the whole thing is it seemed very commercial so they would have a link between worlds Triforce Heroes Legend of Twilight Princess HD and they would kind of show you the beginning of the game. So they're like, this is Link. And it all clip form. Obviously, there's no talking. And they try to do the best as possible, kind of tell the story of that game, going right into the bad guys, or like right into the ending where the boss was. And then the final thing would be like, as the crescendo happens, it'd be like, uh, Zelda, Legend of Zelda, Triforce Heroes or something, available now on the 3DS. And it seems like you're watching a commercial. Yeah. And I just, I don't understand the point of it, because... The people that are there are already Zelda fans. There was people wearing costumes. There was kids dressed in tunics. There was two grown men wearing tunics carrying around their master swords. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at that and I'm like, why are you selling us these games? Like, if I don't have it, I don't want to have it. Or, I, like... You also just spent money on tickets to go watch yeah. this. So, like, you're not the type of people that aren't going to be like, oh, I didn't know there was a Zelda game that just came out. Like, exactly. that is not the people that you want to let know or that you want to focus on advertising to. Yeah. You just, already have their money. It was just very oddly done, I suppose. And, like, I was like, all right. Some of the other parts were cool. So one of the things was I heard they had, uh, last time I, there was these guys in front of us, like these loud, obnoxious guys that were telling, well, last time we came, this happened. And they didn't do a link to the past. So they did a link to the past now. And actually, 
my wife is just does this adorable thing where we're watching a, any media source and they'll say something like they're like man look at the Toronto Maple Leafs they suck and she'll start hitting my leg and like looking at me she's like oh my god they said a thing you like oh my god this is look, look this that's, that's a that's thing, the you, thing like. you do that's a thing that's a thing you like yeah. and I'm just like <laughs> I'm just like I kind of like rolled my eyes or I think I glared at her or something and she got kind of was like oh, I was just trying to, I just wanted to know I know things about you and I was like it's fine honey it's fine it's just it, it's kind of neat that was kind of cool right because it was clips from the game and there are a lot more to step back so Sky or Twilight Princess it's a pretty game looks fun versus a link to the past it's very sprite oriented so I'd be curious to like ask people in the audience like were you less engaged by this one because not much of it can be there was lots of storyboards or like the little text bubbles on that one so you have to read a lot versus the other ones they could express a lot through just the emotions of the characters yeah so I don't think uh, Link to the Past works very well for in that setting. Yeah, that's fair. And I think it's, as a video game, it works really good in that media. Yeah, but yeah, as yeah, soon as yeah. you try to take it out of its own kind of element, then yeah. For like it, montages, like how does the game happen? It's hard to show the story of A Link to the Past yeah. without showing you the written story. Yeah. Because again, but I think that game is stronger than the other ones. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, really cool. Overall, if, if it's coming by and you live somewhere like in a big city like a Victoria or like the Calgary, the one I saw, I'd go check it out. Cool. Very neat. Yeah. Very cool. Again, a little gimmicky, a little cheesy. If you're a Zelda fan, definitely something to hit up. But everyone does it. I was talking to my boss and he was saying he's taking his daughters to Disney. They were doing like a Disney symphony or something like that right before uh, Beauty and the Beast the live action comes out. And I was like, well, that is going to be all commercials, yeah. right? Like, if anything, like, Ariel, girl, you need to do this. Watch Little or Little Mermaid now on Disney DVD. I was like, yeah. so I was like, I, I guess that's just maybe the nature of the game. And maybe it's one of those things to help subsidize. Like, maybe it's one of those things Nintendo pays, like, like we want to use your royalties. And they say, on the condition yeah. that you advertise, actively advertise for us. So maybe instead of, like, them having to pay royalties to use it. Yeah. Maybe that's how they kind of balance that out. And they did one. So they did a couple. They did a Majora's Mask. That was one of the encores. Because they did an encore for some reason mm-hmm. in a symphony. I don't understand that, the point that, of encores. They did a uh, Twilight Princess. They did a couple Ocarina of Times. And one of the Ocarina of Times ones, it was probably like the second one. It seemed very kind of repetitive. So it was basically, it was supposed to be kind of like the love story or like, and I didn't get it. So instead of watching the screen, I started watching the people like in the orchestra play and watching everyone else act. And I think that was a bit more of an enjoyable experience than just watching the screen because really it was a YouTube video mashed up a bunch of video games with music playing. Yeah. So a little bit was lost, and I did. I made that point of trying to take a step back and say, this uh, like this is what the experience should be. It should be watching the orchestra, watching the yeah. conductor. So I did that a couple times, but all in all, it was very fun. Cool. Yeah, check it out. Yeah. So if anyone saw that, you better like us and become fans of us, or I'm going to find you. Because I also live in Calgary, and I, I took notes of everyone that was there. God damn it. <laughs> every single person was there. Yeah. Every, no, I know everybody's name, yeah. last name, social insurance number. The guy number. that was wearing the Liverpool jersey. I fucking remember you. <laughs> other than that, the other topics we were going to kind of brush on today, the pudding part... Tyson, you and your girlfriend are big Suicide Squad fans, right? Yes. I went and watched the movie too. 
I left the movie disappointed. Can you explain to me why the Suicide Squad don't take? I don't know, look there. Take like two minutes, yeah, no more than two minutes, and just explain to me like why is that a good movie? And then I will let you know my gripes with it. The reason it's a good movie for me, and I think the reason why we enjoyed it, is because we know a lot of the backstory of the Suicide Squad. So when we're seeing characters like uh, Killer Croc and all those guys. We already know who they are. Like, I know who the Enchantress is. I know what her power is. I know um, the soldier, Rick Flagg. I already kind of know where all these characters come from and their motivations. So, in that that way, it was just really enjoyable for me to watch basically that just kind of unfold on screen. Because I've already watched the... if, If you haven't, there's the animated Suicide Squad movie, which is phenomenal. So... If you have your gripes with that one, start with the animated movie because I guarantee watching the animated movie, you'll be you'll enjoy it more than you will the live action. Um, but if you're a Suicide Squad fan, I think it's a perfectly serviceable movie. The reason why I, I say it's a good movie is because compared to what other people are considering a quote-unquote good movie, like we already talked about um, The Shallows and how everybody was like loving the crap out of that bore fest. It the, the pacing was good. Like yes, they kind of lagged at some parts, but I thought that they kept it going enough to keep you engaged. Maybe the worst part about it would what I would say was the music. I think the music was garbage and really didn't fit a lot of those scenes. And it's just like, hey, we need to fill this out with some music. So let's just slap some people's names in there. They're gonna pay us some royalties. And that's the thing that kind of bugged me the most about that. But like. Characters interesting, story was kind of interesting, but that's because I'm interested in those characters already. So that's kind of my, why I thought it was a really good movie, especially considering how other superhero movies are going really right now. It's it's nice to see them basically be like, we don't give a fuck about these characters. They could fucking die. We don't care. That's their role. Whereas I'm watching superhero shows and you're like, I don't care. I know you're trying to make me really engaged in Daredevil, but I just can't do it. I'm more interested in Punisher. I'm more interested in more the the characters that have a little harder edge or maybe like maybe are kind of like anti-heroes and stuff. So when I'm watching Superman vs. Batman, I effing hated that movie. It was so terribly done. And to have people basically like, oh well it's better than Suicide Squad, you're like then you don't understand the, how movies work. Because fucking Batman vs. Superman is a god-awful slap fest of scenes together. It's not a movie. It's scenes that got slapped into a runtime. Where Suicide Squad had a story to tell and it told it. Well, the best part of Batman vs. Superman, in a lot of people's opinions, was when they're in the Batcave and you see Robin's costume with why so serious on it. Yeah. People look at that and like, I want to know that story. Yeah. I'm like, when I... I, I Prop is the most entertaining part of your movie. You did a bad job. Yeah. Well, that's that's Zack Snyder's movies in a nutshell. I I so, don't I don't like Three Hundred. I don't like Watchmen. I don't like I don't like a lot of his garbage. And the dude keeps getting work. I don't get it. So so I guess screw you, Zack Snyder. So like where I'm coming from is I'm looking at it and I'm saying one of the things was it came out that it was highly edited and the producer came out and said like this is not or the director came out and said this is not my movie the people made the people that gave me the money the studios made me change this movie they edited it together because what were the popular kind of b-stream movies up to this point that came out was 
Guardians of the Galaxy, and Deadpool. So they said, hey, let's take the footage that we already have, slap a bunch of pop songs onto it when we're introducing characters, because people like that. Because that's why people like Guardians. That's why Guardians of the Galaxy works. It's not like Guardians. Yeah, so the fact that they, that's, that they, the point of Guardians of the Galaxy. They went away from the integrity yeah. of the movie. That bugs me. Like this, The fact that people are like, oh, but it's a good movie. I'm like, but it's not, because the studio wrecked it. <laughs> I mean, you can like the... And and actually, sorry, uh, my biggest thing that really bugged me about it was I want to see a Harley Quinn movie, and I want to see a Deadshot movie. But Harley Quinn, I already know her origin story. I already know how she fell in love with the Joker. And I already know that that relationship, like the end of that movie should have been her going to prison and then the Suicide Squad happened. So rather than rush things, DC, take your time. I'm going to give you my money. Take my money. And, like, with Deadshot, I want to see this relationship where he does these cool stunts, but there's also he's trying to be with his daughter, and he's trying to support her, and then something bad happens where, like, he gets caught, and then he has to make that sacrifice of being, saying, like, I could kill fucking Batman right now, and his daughter steps in the way, and that's why he goes to prison. I think that would flesh out those characters so much more. And they treated it like, hey, we've already made these movies. They treated it almost as if they were like, well, look how Avengers introduced Thor. Thor just showed up one day and they were like, Thor, be on our team. Thor had an hour and a half on screen. It wasn't great, but there was funny bits where he smashes cups when he likes it and he's a Norse god and <laughs> but you need that hour and a half of bullshit to understand who he is in the Avengers. And I'm like, I just wish they would have take, wait, take their time. Like, DC, take your time. I my, my only rebuttal to that is Yes, because we already know these stories, you feel like they can't go back and retell that story. My argument to that is, we know the Batman story. We know the Superman story. But yet, hey, guess what? There's an origin story coming. It's like, why do we always need an origin story? Why can't we just jump into where these characters are and tell an interesting story? It never it doesn't have to be an origin, because you're right. Well, it's interesting to see where Harley Quinn comes from. You can have some of that, but you can also have it where that you build on where she comes from by telling where she is now. There's yeah, a there's a story there's a storyline. That's line fair. In the actually, I would make the argument I dislike Batman and Superman because we had to watch his dad, his parents die, and how he became Batman versus again just making him Batman. Like, again, there was a whole trilogy that explained that. Yeah. Just pretend this is a Batman. He did some different stuff and carry on. So I wanted that. So maybe I don't know. I, I just wanted to see more of those two. I, I like those characters. Yeah. It pissed me off. But. And the good news is Harley Quinn's getting her own movie. So, because yeah. of course, because she is the most popular character. Margot Robbie's one of the biggest star, rising stars. And I think Will Smith liked the character enough of Deadshot that he there, he didn't say anything really too sour about it. I think really the only people that got a sour taste out of their mouth from Suicide Squad. So those characters are pretty safe. But the director of Suicide Squad obviously isn't going to work with DC again. Yeah. And I really think that Jared Leto might be like one of those things where he might just tell him to fuck off. Yeah. And look, because he basically, he's admitted, he's like, can you name a scene that I was in that I didn't get, uh, that it wasn't edited down or cut out a lot of my, my stuff that I put into it? And I think that because they did that, they kind of, they, they really pissed him off. And I don't think that if they were like, hey... Can you show up in the Harley Quinn movie? He might just tell him to go stuff it. Yeah. And then it's going to be like, well, well, what the fuck do we do now? Do we reintroduce a new Joker? Do we, what do we do? So I feel like they, the biggest, my biggest concern with the super, or like the Suicide, Suicide Squad movie or kind of franchise is 
where are they going to go from here? Especially yeah. since they've, they've angered a few people, key characters or key people in that in that world. So yeah. uh, I, I think that you know if they can save Superman versus Batman, they could save basically anything because that thing was a dumpster fire. And that's basically all I got to say on it. Yeah, no, that's fair. Uh, okay, uh, so it was okay. It was kind of enjoyable. It just it, you can tell clearly tell that the direction was changed. Like it was edited to be something it wasn't. And that just is dumb. And DC as a whole should really just like take a step back at their whole process and say, you know what, Avengers is going to be done. Like Avengers two is coming out, and then they've got another round of movies, and then it's like starting Phase two, and they're finishing up Phase two, and then it's Phase three, and then Marvel's got nothing. Yeah. Like there's no plan for any Marvel movie. So DC would have said, hey, let's make an Aquaman movie, let's make a Flash movie, let's make an easy, an okay Batman movie, an okay Superman movie, an okay Harley Quinn. They could be where the Avengers are now when Marvel has nothing. And then they would have everything versus you just you keep, like, they have to reboot everything again. Yeah. And I think the big thing for them that kind of is the saving grace for DC, but Marvel has me worried is DC can always be like, uh, multiverse? And it's just like, oh shit, so the TVs are, TV shows are its own franchise yeah. and the movies are its own kind of thing. So they have, they always have that kind of ace in the hole where they can be like, mm, that was on universe, like Earth 28 instead of Earth 94. Like, they can, they can, they can work with it where I feel like with Marvel, it's like, after, yeah, it's gonna be like, oh, I guess we're buying back uh, the X-Men we have, franchise. We have Wolverine. Yeah. Well, we started with Spider-Man, so let's buy back. And you know what? To be honest, like, where DC is, you can make mistakes. Look at Spider-Man. Yeah. There was a trilogy. People didn't like it, so they changed it. They brought in our Andrew Garfield. Garfield. The first one was, eh. The second one was awful. Yeah. To the point where they, they Sony got rid of it again. Yep. Like... So you can make mistakes and reboot it. Like, Spider-Man is now on its third reboot, yeah. right? And they finally found something that kind of works. But yeah. Spider-Man, again, because kind of like such a popular character. Him, Wolverine, Batman, Superman are the four most popular comic book characters in the world. Yeah. One of them has a good... None of them have good movies. No. Spider-Man movies, most of them suck. Wolverine movies, they're all terrible. Oh, God, man. Like, X-Men <laughs> Origins, Wolverine, fucking brutal. The original the Wolverine, terrible. Yeah, it wasn't. It was. It wasn't great. Yeah, but okay. But it wasn't it, good. Yeah, exactly. Like, like I, I'm sitting here. I'm gonna argue with you. That I was like, ah. Days of Future Past X Wolverine was fun, but only because he was playing super meta. I'm from the future, and now look like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as as just like as just a joy movie that that's an easy watch. Yeah. But it's like. But they as, a as a movie, like if you're gonna look at it as a whole, you're like, this is a deeply flawed movie. Mm-hmm. Um, like to the point where Wolverine might be dead yeah. like I don't know what they're doing with X-Men now like what exactly the plan is after Apocalypse I actually haven't seen Apocalypse so excited for that one to come out Dad, don't tell me it's, I'll make up my own opinion you best okay. <laughs> <laughs> so with that being said those are kind of our thoughts on that state of I guess the DC movies right now yeah basically and kind of where Marvel's going we can readdress that more specifically with movies in the future. I've actually, there was a Star Wars Minute podcast where they used to look back at Star Wars minute by minute and do about a 15 minute podcast for every minute of Star Wars. I would love to do like take five with Marvel. Don't steal that, by the way. I'm copying that intran. <laughs> Guy in that green hat I saw at the symphony. I know, I remember you live. Yeah. Bastard. Hey, take we five. recorded this on September 24th, 2016. Yeah. 
jerk. Take five with Marvel. So you go back and you look at every single Marvel movie in the cinematic universe, and you, every five minutes you just analyze in podcast form, and you just do it every week. Kind of fun. Yeah. I think that's one of those things, though, like, you'd have to have a... That would have to be your job. Yeah. Your job would have to be, I make this for a living. Like, you couldn't do another... 40, 50 hours a week is something else. It would have to be just this. Yeah. We so. wouldn't be able to record or work full-time jobs, have a personal life, play video games, and record and You would have to be dedicated. Like, you'd have to do it every, like, record for a couple hours every, like, at the start of every month, and then just, like, spread it out, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I guess it's possible. And yeah. five minutes isn't bad, right? And, I mean, if you ended up doing it all in one recording and just recording, well, like... five minutes. Like, sometimes you'd be like, these five minutes, this happens. Yeah. These are the cool scenes. There's some parts where it's like, there was an action scene for five minutes. You're like, nothing really happened. Yeah. Let's move on to the next part. Yeah. But enough of future podcasts. Let's worry about this podcast. Uh, and then for the final topic... We looked at Team of Four Stars, Dragon Ball Z Abridged Series. It's a fan-made DBZ parody. If you haven't seen the original, you don't get the jokes. It's kind of funny. Uh, I'm not really sure where the... Sorry, if you haven't seen the original, it's kind of this weird confusion. So I made my wife watch some of it. She wasn't sure where the parody was and where the original content was. So you almost have to watch the original first and then watch the parody otherwise you get kind of confused yeah and because we grew up with it and we watched like every Dragon Ball Z episode yeah so what's your what's your history of Dragon Ball Z we we started when it first started airing on YTV late at night Probably, what, like 10 some odd years ago now this is Side Quest 3 Side Quest 2 we talked about Pokemon and how there was that weekend Labor Day Monday yeah. where we watched a Pokemon marathon. Yeah. That was the first time I ever watched Dragon Ball Z. It was they were getting ready to fight the Sands. We'll get to that yeah. as we discuss this. And that's kind of where the love came from. I was like, man, this show's great. It's about these guys who battle these other guys. It's this fun, it's cartoons. I'm an autistic kid. I love this. One day I hope that autism wears off, but I still have it, damn it. And yeah, kind of go from there. Yeah. Uh, it's a big, a branching series. So today we're going to look at the first ten episodes. We'll call that the first season of Dragon Ball Z. So we can talk a little bit more about the future stuff, but specifically right now, we only have to be masters of that first season. So. Yeah, just basically the same saga. Yeah, same saga. With these, uh, I have just like bridged notes. We actually kind of watched while well, one of the things was loading today. We watched like an episode and a half. Um, how do you, do you do you like the bridged series? I think it's hilarious um, because I like because I for whatever reason since I've watched so many episodes like every time Dragon Ball Z was on TV as a kid we didn't have Netflix so you just literally watched the reruns of reruns of reruns. Yeah. So we've seen and the way Dragon Ball Z worked is it basically was released in like runs and there'd be like a maybe a new episode every f- couple weeks so. It was, it yeah. was one of those things where like we'd basically be one week of a new episode, a week of, re- of re- repeat, and then the next ep- next week after that, there'd be a new episode. And sometimes there wasn't a new episode for so- several weeks. I remember our parents would always make fun of us, because it was like 6 o'clock, Dragon Ball Z would be on, and my d- dad would come in and say, oh, 6 o'clock, and the dragon's... The dog's dragging his butt on the lawn. What's yeah. the time for Dragon Ball? And I was like, fuck you, Dad. You think you're so clever? I get it. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. Like, 
in the future we'll talk about that yeah it, it takes a certain mindset and you really just have to be lots of carefree whimsy to, under, to let the show go because it's it's bad sometimes yeah and it's slow going because they're working on the anime with the, the manga the, or the manga and the, the actual animated yeah. so TV Prince show takes, sometimes. I don't know like once a month it comes out or once a week yeah. and they're trying to make an episode that followed that now in a comic a lot can happen right you can do flashbacks not a lot goes on and now you're trying to make a TV show that's the same at content as a comic book it's going to be a short TV show for sure and I think at one point they caught up and they had to like make filler episodes of the the anime series to go along with that so it was pretty bad so in the first couple episodes so episode one Dragon Ball Z is a continuation of a series called Dragon Ball which follows Goku from the age he was 12 till 13 or something 14 it's like two years of his life yeah now he's a grown man. He has a five-year-old himself. He's in his 20s. And they're all meeting together. The friends are all getting together for some reason. This mysterious villain named Raditz comes to the planet. Yeah. Crashes down. Crashes down. Uh, jokes ensue. And he ends up finding... He's looking for Kakarot. The main hero's name is Goku. He, apparently he was an alien race named Asan. They're they, based in ancient warrior... A war, alien warrior race that was basically bred to to kill and kind of take over worlds. Yeah. And that's where Goku, when he crash-landed on Earth, he was basically supposed to rise up and as a baby. Yeah, he was a baby when he landed on Earth. Yeah. And he was supposed, his job was to basically t- take over Earth and conquer it for their race. That's, that's a little bit intense to put on, like, you know, a one-year-old. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they have these tails, and when they look at full moons, they become these giant apes. And you can't stop them. Basically, they can destroy a whole planet in, like, a night. That's how strong they are. That is kind of the same race in a nutshell. Yeah. King, imagine, like, if King Kong and Godzilla had a baby. Like, they can shoot, yeah. like, energy beams. And they got a big, strong tail. And kind of a werewolf, I suppose. Yeah, right? yeah. So but, Goku, as a child, hit his head. He became nice. Super chill. Yeah. Super nice guy. <laughs> uh, so now his brother shows up thinking to expect this ruined wasteland, realizes Goku's friendly, steals his son to just be a jerk. Because I think he wants him and Kakarot to take over the world together. Yeah. Cause, of course. <laughs> of course. Because they're brothers. Um, so the episode two, they go to get his son back, Piccolo. Who? We don't have time to explain everyone. We're just going to call them Piccolo. Uh. If you want, go watch it yourself. Uh, so Goku goes to fight with one of his friends, Piccolo. Raditz he ends up getting killed as a result. Oh, poor little guy. And they learn that there's two other Saiyans that are coming to the planet that want to use the Dragon Balls for wishes. Yeah. There's a lot of myth in this episode. Like, yeah. Just trying to explain it right now. I'm like, I don't think we're doing it justice. Yeah, I feel like we're leaving out a lot, especially like the backstory of Goku and Piccolo. But you want to. Yeah. This is something that if you haven't watched any sort of Dragon Ball Z, go back, watch it. Yeah. We're not going to fill in you in on the mythos. Actually, we will in, um, like, if we're. Honestly, if you haven't watched Dragon Ball Z, stop now. Yeah. Go watch it. Go watch the first 10 episodes, come back and listen to us. Because we're not going to do it justice. You're not going to enjoy it. Yeah. And you're just going to have a bad time. It's going to be spoiled. Go do that. Stop yeah. now. We'll be, we'll be right here. Yeah. We're waiting. Wait. Now that you're back, thank you. So, as the two other Saiyans are coming, they're more powerful. Everyone has to get ready. Yeah. Goku decides that he's going to go train with King Kai. And everyone else has to survive Popo. By far the best part of the series is just how badass Popo is. Yeah, absolutely. Popo is a very racist character. He is basically someone dressed in blackface. Yeah. 
And in the show, he's very docile. He takes care of birds and he has a little garden yeah. on the god's lookout. Yeah. In this show, he's like the motherfucking dick. Yeah, he is basically the worst. He is hell incarnate as a person. He might be the most powerful person in the bridged series. Yeah. So funny. And he is maniacal and would love to watch the others just suffer Ugh. in pain. He gets a little bit he gets a little bit off from it. Ugh, so fun. Yep. Um, episode four is just kind of a filler show, so again there's lots of filler in the anime. They kind of roll through that in four. We are interested <laughs> in episode five, we are introduced to Bogak, the gravity making pirate that lives in King Kai's planet. <laughs> Bojack. Bojack, that's right. I wrote that wrong. Goku trains with King Kai and tries to get more powerful so when the Saiyans attack. Uh, attack. Uh, episode 7 is kind of where the Saiyans finally end up on the planet. So the last three, four episodes is going to be kind of where the majority of the action, action happens. Episode 7 probably has the best moment of all. Yeah. Tyson, explain just Yamcha. Really. <laughs> Yamcha is a kind of a joke character. There's a few, especially in the parody, there's a few of these characters that basically are there to get owned and get just basically wrecked. So Yamcha shows up and everybody's like, oh, Yamcha's here! Oh my god, Yamcha's here! The b- tide of battle is The changed. music, the crescendo that rises. Yeah. He's, oh man, this is going to be a huge moment. <laughs> yeah, and then literally like a split second later, one of the little green uh, guys that the Saiyans release onto the earth um, basically hops on his back, blows him up, and he's dead. That's it? Yep. Great. That's an awesome <laughs> moment. Uh, and then from that, Goku is wished back to life with the Dragon Balls. Yeah. That's kind of the point of Dragon I guess you watch Dragon Balls. So there's seven Dragon Balls. If you put them together, you get a wish. Yeah. There's the premise of this crazy, nonsensical anime that becomes this big space epic. Yeah. That just goes on and builds on mythos, on mythos, on mythos. Uh, the one big uh, sand called... Nappa kills all the Z fighters, all of Goku's friends. He finally arrives just in time to save his son Gohan, and that's it. Basically. And, and Krillin, Krillin, oh, and Krillin, yeah. Uh, <laughs> toys around with Nappa a little bit. The other little small Saiyan who hasn't done anything. He's like the cool guy, like in The Simpsons. But that little cool guy hasn't even done anything yet, and you know there's something when he does something. It's going to be cool. And yeah. then they shut the door. Hiya, what's that? And, and like three like, bodies hit yeah, the door. And he's just like, oh. So that's Vegeta's character. He's kind of small. He's definitely the leader. And you're like, how can that guy be so powerful? Kills Nappa. And then they kind of go into the final part is Goku versus Vegeta. That's kind of almost like the heart and soul for the most of the series is yeah. Goku versus Vegeta. So you have this Saiyan prince. He's the prince of all of this race. He's super powerful, super cocky. Best training. In this show, he... Like, this part, he's not so funny, but his monologues, when he's talking to Frieza, and he's like, you're looking at one of the legendary Saiyans, the Super Saiyan. He then gets killed and comes back, and he's like, now I finally... And, like, to the point where... Oh, it's just genius. Yeah. So genius. Like, the jokes and the nitpicks and the... The parody aspect of this abridged series is just incredible. It's so good. Yeah, it's it's pretty phenomenal. And then basically it becomes a running joke for the rest of the season that 
Goku and Vegeta really don't like your Vegeta yeah. really doesn't like Goku and but Goku thinks they're best friends. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so that's a brief, like really brief. I, we didn't even really dive into notes because once I started talking, I realized it was impossible without knowing the mythos. Yeah, we'd have to do an episode by episode breakdown, and it might take like 30, 40 minutes per episode to explain everything. The and. I, I don't want to go with Dragon Ball Z podcast. Yeah, we we already have two podcasts. It's tough to yeah, like just it, I mean it'd be simple to me. Yeah. It'd be like my take five with Marvel, right? Mm-hmm. But but Goku or with Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, so I mean that, that's, there's always always the future. But uh, with that being said, the excellent, awesome. I grew up with this series. I really like the Bridge series. If you've never like, give it a chance. If you've never seen it before, and like, give it a chance. Like, watch the first ten episodes. It takes. They're eight minutes a piece. There's ten of them. It takes, I don't know, maybe two hours. If that. And watch that. And t- if you laugh, if you like it, do that. Now, it does end, so it goes on for a nine seasons. Right now, they're just finishing up season six of yeah. the abridged series. Yeah. Um, so with that, I watched everything. Like, there's episode two, 52 episodes. I've watched 52 of them. Yeah. Because it's great. Because there's lots of things I forgot about. Because the way they came out, they did come out in such segments. Yeah. It was really tiring. Because it would start episode one, go to episode say 15, yeah. and then start all over again. And then you'd get episode 16 and 17, and then go back to one, and then it would come all the way back. And like, as a kid, that's just really hard to keep that kind of focus and to hog the that TV for that much. And time. if you missed a day, like dear God, yeah. <laughs> like it was painful so there's lots in like later in the series i forgot there is something called dragon ball z kai are you aware what dragon ball z kai is yeah yeah due to the nature of this anime is it's very long-winded and there's kind of like those memes where the guys are standing like i'm gonna power up and they would just be that for that's really cool (laughs) it would be that for like 20 minutes now do a whole episode the abridged uh, kai they took two to three episodes and smushed them together a lot cleaner, a lot easier to follow. Um, I actually went and downloaded and watched all the way through all of the Cell Saga. I'm currently watching through the Majin Buu Saga, and I think I drowned. Am I downloading or did I down? I think I have all of Dragon Ball GT as well. I've never did or did, like <laughs> dove into GT because the original owner or like creator of Dragon Ball Z was basically like, yeah, I didn't know what I was doing with that, yep. so it just kind of was a thing. It was supposed to be Dragon Ball. Like a reboot of Dragon Ball, yeah. with but with new characters, right? So it was kind of like Goku as a child, for, he got turned into a child with his granddaughter and Trunks, who was a fan favorite, going through space, just collecting Dragon Balls. It's supposed to be very light heart, like very mini kind of episodes. They go on these little adventures, get, get a Dragon Ball, and come back. Super easy. Uh, it kind of got into this like weird epic state towards the end. Mm-hmm. I only know this because me and when I lived with Alex, we went and watched everything. We started at one. And we episode one of Dragon Ball Z, and we watched everything. And we didn't watch the Dragon Ball Z Kai. We watched the, the long version. version. Yeah. I think at one point we used to put it on like one and a half, two times speed, speed. just to like power through some of those episodes. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I get it. 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 Uh, but Dragon Ball Z abridged, awesome. 
really funny. Uh, Team Four Star, you guys do a phenomenal job. Absolutely, please keep it up. Yeah, um, I actually might. There's what are those? What's that website where people Patreon? Patreon. They have a Patreon. I've never. You know what? You're giving me free content. Fuck you. Team Four Star, I might give you guys money because you guys do such an excellent job, right? So, And and you really do support the original release because every single one of those episodes, they basically say, look, we're a fan-based parody. Please yep. go back and support the official yep. release. The official people, like, really need our support. Cause yeah. They, and because you want to know what? This is an anime. It's not... They're not a multi-billion dollar franchise. Yep. It's a small anime franchise. Probably bloody Naruto makes more money than it. Yep. Um, uh, I think I have all of Kai. I need season seven, eight, nine, um, like physical copies, and I kind of want to get GT. And you can find okay deals on Amazon, but I'm just I don't want to spend fifty five dollars for a season. Sometimes HMV has good deals where you can get like two for forty. I think, and I feel like twenty bucks for a season is fine. Like I'm yeah. totally okay with that. Actually, I almost drove across the city a couple weeks ago to go get like a physical copy of GT, just because I was. They had like a sale on HMV and it was like way across the city. And I was like, I really don't want to go get that. Or I just bought something else and I was like, I'll save my money. Is that weird that I'm saving money now? <laughs> I, I, I laugh because me and my girlfriend just went to a new pawn, pawn shop that actually opened up where the old good Chinese food place used to be in this town um, that I currently live. And they had the whole series of Dragon Ball GT. And I was like, oh, I should pick this up. And then I just walked out without buying it. I'm kind of kicking myself, being like, I should go back and buy that. Yeah, I'm just looking for a deal. I will buy it. So thanks, guys, for making that. Recap, Symphony of the Goddess. It was kind of commercial. It's fun, though. If you've never been to a symphony, that's probably an easy one to get your mind around. Uh, Suicide Squad, it's a good, bad movie. Yeah, you have to... Or is like, it a bad, good movie? I think that... It's, I think it's a bad, good movie. I think it's a movie. bad, good movie because it's a good movie for the fans, but it's a bad movie because it could have been better. Yeah. And Dragon Ball Z, in any iteration, awesome. It's, it's great. Did we miss anything? No. Zack Snyder's a complete waste of skin. Alright, suck at Zack Snyder, <laughs> big jerk. When you when you go to Symphony of the Goddess and you see me tweeting and you're like, oh, I want to check this out and you listen, I'll be fucking crying. I'm going to come find you. <laughs> Thanks for listening. You can contact Podtendo on Twitter at Podtendo Podcast, email us at podtendo at gmail.com, or check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash podtendo. The music of Podtendo was used without permission, and fuck Zack Snyder.